Oh my gosh, Dave, that's just brilliant. That's a great insight. Uh, expound on that just a little bit more. Tell us uh, more. Why are you thinking that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, did you tell your wife that story? Yeah, that's uh, well, and and that's been true with all of the all of the uh, psalms that we've studied. That's kind of a consistent theme. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Pretty much all I ever say, anyway. So you know, that's I yeah. You, I mean, why are you even showing up? <laughs> just you, dude, you, you could record that long before you know, and just send it to me, and I'll I'll just edit it in later. <laughs> Welcome back. We are ready to talk about Psalm 2. Uh, this week at PonderingPassages.com, you can see it down in the logo down there, uh, that we are uh, covering, we are pondering, we are thinking about, we are uh, getting into the conversation about Psalm 2. And uh, we are so glad that you have joined us for this week's conversation. And I'm really hopeful, Dave, Really hopeful good. that you will be able I'm to glad. help me understand this better. So I'm Kurt Austin. This is my good friend, David Mullins. It's good to be here. Good seeing and, you. Uh, you're looking you're looking chipper today. Hope you're having a good day so far. Because that's about to end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Dave, I, Psalm I don't know 2. Why I said that. Because it's Psalm 2. It's what? a, it's a, it, it, help me. So if, if I'm right. So right there, that's the that's the problem. And you usually are. You usually and are. You, this is a messianic. This is a messianic psalm. And, uh, and explain messianic. Does that mean it's the, not like that, real clean? It's that, it's very messy. Messy. It's, this one is. This is both of those. That, uh, but it's it, it's this pronouncement that the Messiah is going to come and really rule. Right. Um, it's it is the Son of God who is going to take charge. Um, but man, it doesn't. It's not the loving, beautiful Jesus Messiah that that we came to know and love. No, it's it's a royal psalm. So it was probably used at the uh, inauguration of a king, and we still do stuff like that. You know, uh, with presidents and with yeah. other dignitaries, yeah. there'll be. Uh, I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, yeah. You know, on January twentieth, when we bring in you know presidents, it is a big deal and uh they they felt like this is probably used when they would uh get get a king get a new king well let's talk about it pop pop that puppy up psalm 2 there we go psalm 2 why are the nations so angry i love that question <laughs> i love it i mean it starts out i love the way it starts out what because why are they so angry what i mean why? Why do they you know, waste and their time with feudal plans? This is, you know, this, as I read this, and, you know, we're, we're still in the midst of the uh, Russian uh, um, hostilities in Ukraine. Uh, you know, I, I think, I, I just don't know how they're getting away with what they're getting away with. Um, yeah. Shooting basically point blank into apartment complexes. I don't yeah. get it. But as so I why, read why this are they song. So angry? 
as I read this Psalm, it's like, what in the, why are they wasting their time with yeah. these futile plans? And, and you have to realize uh, in, in the, the ancient middle, uh, ancient middle near East. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there was a lot of battles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And although, you know, I just had a thought it's, it's hard for us because we're looking at a period of probably 500 years and we're seeing all these battles. What will people say about us? Yeah. Uh, you know, we had two world wars in yeah. the same century. Uh, within a hundred years, I mean, major, major. And then plus all these little skirmishes. So yeah, uh, the Kings of the earth, the powerful of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together. It says against the Lord, but against the Lord. Yeah. And against the anointed one, not against each other. Right. Not, not against the, 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 you know, their other nations, and that's where, you know, it, it, we could take verse one and we could say, boy, that applies just to today. Yeah. However, verse two changes the focus of their battle. You know, I don't know, uh, because as we read through this, you know, what's what's what is the Lord's hope? What is his plan? Is it for war? No, it's for peace. Mm-hmm. You know, so really. It, it is battling against the Lord, and uh, hmm. the, the Sunday, you know, one of the aspects of my sermon is on pride, and pride is always trying to cut God out of the picture. Pride is always trying to take God's throne, and so I guess if you look at ultimately, these are battles against God because this is not what God wants. Interesting. That's great. Great insight, Dave. Can you expand well, on I that d- a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an inside joke. It's an inside joke because I told Kurt he just needs to like always encourage me and stuff. And I'll just take all that. And then one day he doesn't have to be here. I'll just edit it all in. So that'll work. Okay, great. Good. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. So so battling against the ultimate desire of God, which which is peace. I, th- yeah, I mean, Jesus, I so. Jesus came, um, to be the Lord of, of life and love, right? The, 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 uh, John 10, 10, the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy, but Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So if, 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 uh, there's battle, uh, the Kings of the earth are preparing for battle. What's that mean? Killing, destroying. Um, yeah. Yeah. All Healing. right. That's, I mean, yeah. So in context, and we've talked about this the last last three or four that we've done, is that you cannot take a passage out of context. It's in the entire context of the Bible. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes, it is. Maybe. Yes, it is. I was I was looking at at verse three here. uh, Let us break their chains. They cried and free ourselves from slavery to God. We do not want God to rule over us. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, and that's really powerful. Uh, imagery and powerful wording. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just don't think, you know, but, but, but the, the slavery to God, not, not servants of God. And those are, that's a very different context that they've put themselves in here. And and when I think of the new Testament, I think of the parable of the prodigal son and his brother uh, and the brother, uh, when the father goes out and says, Hey, come in for the power party, he goes, you know, 
all these years I slave for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you are his son. You weren't his slave. And, and so there's a, a misunderstanding of who we are in relation to God. And, and these wanting to break three that, you know, we don't want to be slaves to God. We want to be, we want to be in control. Uh, so, you know, it kind of sets that whole thing up and then the focus shifts. <laughs> I love this. All right. Yeah. So I, now that, now that you're helping me see this differently, cause I really got stuck on this and I really appreciate your insight, uh, that, that this is really about our relationship with God, our relationship with well, God. You, you could, I mean, it, this has a specific purpose in the Psalter. It was for an inauguration of a king. Uh, it, it's messianic overtones. It's the the most used psalm in the New Testament, uh, especially talking about Jesus. See, but I, I think psalms can speak to us in different ways. And, and as I read through it, it's like, yeah, you know, I could see this trying to break mm-hmm. free, but God, you know. What's the old joke? When we share our plans with God, God laughs. I, I wonder if they get that from this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's verse five that I struggled with. <clears throat> yeah. I guess. Uh, then in anger, he rebukes them, uh, terrifying them with his fierce fury. Uh I mean, because he's laughing at us. I, I mean, I'd almost feel that God pities us when we get in these modes. Not that he's like angry or mad, but uh, but here it is. So you have to deal with the psalm the way it is, not the way you want to rewrite it. So I'm going to rewrite it. Um, so <laughs> of course no, you are. No, I didn't know. You know, when you, when you see scoff, right? Yeah. It, scoff is not a. It's not a clear word. Yeah, but it wasn't until we started using um, closed captioning on our our, our TV shows where so it was a scoff. You know, he scoffs. You know, it's like wait a minute. And I actually have backed up a few times to see what is it he did that was a scoff. And it's kind of an eye roll. It's yeah. kind of a you know. It's kind of a little, kind of a half joke, half laugh, kind of a. Um, and so I can see where the one who rules in heaven laughs, meaning he's scoffing. It's just like, yeah. you guys are a mess. Um, and then he, re- and then, then in anger, boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Of course, of course, the, the writing from this, the, they're talking about Israel's enemies. Uh, you yes. know, he rebukes them. He terrifying them with his fierce fury because he's on the side of, of the Israelites. Right. And then the Lord declares, this is, this is kind of a, a beautiful piece here. Uh, the Lord declares, I've placed my chosen King on the throne in Jerusalem on my holy mountain. And they're mm-hmm. probably, you know, setting the King down. And it's like, God has chosen this person. This is the chosen King placed on the thr- throne in Jerusalem on his holy mountain. And then the King proclaims what the Lord has decreed. Mm-hmm. And this is what's quoted in the New Testament a, a few times. You are my son. Today I have become your father. It's beautiful. Does verse you, eight? You, fact- oh, I thought you were getting into tissue to wipe away the tear, the man tear. <laughs> no. Um, 
verse 8, is that what the devil uh, tells him when he goes, when he's, when he, uh, when Jesus is being. Basically, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've said that I think that was the, perhaps the hardest temptation because the devil was offering him what his ultimate goal was without the cross. Basically, here's a shortcut, Jesus. Uh, But yeah, I, 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 it's not the exact wording, but it is, I think, fairly close. I think it's the same, same thought. But, but verse seven, I want to go back to verse seven real quick. That's fine. Uh, yes. One of the, you do one whatever of the commentators, you one of the commentators talked about this saying that this, the, the Hebrew here lends it to the fact that it's more than adoption. It's, it's more like a rebirth, which I thought that was amazing. You are my son today. I've become your father, almost like a rebirth. And, and you think of, of Jesus and Nicodemus. Uh, you know, you must be born again, uh, where it's, it's, mm. it's more than, you know, adoption. There's a, a reconfiguration uh, of, of even who we are and whose we are. You know, I, I mean, I throw that out. putting that into my own personal context, this last weekend, my son and uh, daughter-in-law, now I can say daughter-in-law, got married. Yes. Same thing, right? They are deeply in love. They are, uh, they, they have developed a relationship, but on that day they became husband and wife. Yes. And, uh, it's, it's not that, it's not that their love is better. It's not that their relationship has changed. It's that now it's recognized that, that this is the relationship they have entered into. And I wonder if that's similar to this in that it's, you know, God has always been my father. I've always been God's son, but in that recognition, in that moment where I then restate my commitment to being the son of God and God restates his commitment to be my father. Right. I I think there's two sides of that. There, there is the, uh, the, the being side, uh, meaning that, yeah, you can say God's our father because we are humans and God created the first human and, and, and by that, but then there's this whole side of relationship, mm-hmm. you know, he might be my, I mean, it's just like in, uh, those that do not know who their birth parents are. Yes, they are their children, but relationally, yeah, yeah, they have no That's connection, great. but here I think it's really talking about, you know, both, you know, you, you it's, it's as if, you were actually, you know, biologically, relationally, the whole thing. Yeah. And, and it's, and I really think it's like a, a shift within us or maybe even within the King. I like uh, it. You know, the Psalm is saying something significant about this King and it gives a shadow to the one who would come the Messiah, Jesus, who yes. would come, yes. who actually is, you are my father. Uh, Yeah. And is then verse eight and nine, uh, verse eight and nine then is kind of a, uh, more of a, what's it called when the, when it's a religious kingdom, it's a theocracy. Theocracy. Yeah. 
So this is kind of a theocracy saying that, you know, yeah. you're going to be able to rule them because of my power in you and you're going to you're going to take them over. I mean, they're they're not even going to stand in your way. So it's kind of a nationalistic kind of a ta da 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 kind yeah, of a I mean, it's very yeah, yeah. And okay. and and I was going to bring bring up the verse 9, the the word break some translations will say, or it said the Hebrew actually, I don't know why translators just don't go with the word that they say it is, is rule, not break. Yeah. So for whatever that's rule worth an iron, but, but yeah. maybe because it's uh, following up smash, with smash them. Maybe like so. Pots. Yeah. You know, yeah, that could very, and that's interesting. Be. The clay, the clay pots is, uh, that's an interesting term. We're use, we're doing we're getting it's uh, springtime in Indiana, and so we're doing a lot of our potting yes. of our clay uh, pots and things. And so the clay pots really have a lot of value, but they are easily broken. They are, yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 throw them down a couple of times, and that's all it takes. <laughs> you drop your iron rod on them, they just break. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. my gosh, we still have three more verses. Yeah, we do. Will we this do. psalm never end? Yes, it does. After verse twelve, <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so then the psalmist then calls back to not the king sitting on the throne in Jerusalem, but in fact all of these kings around who yeah. in verse one are preparing, right? For watch that. yourself. Yeah, watch yourself. Because we got God's guy. You, you, you make all these futile plans. God laughs at him, and he has set up this guy, and he's going to rule or break you with an like like your clay pots so unless act wisely. act wisely unless you uh t you heed the warning unless you serve the lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling we, we are putting you on notice <laughs> get in line and submit, and submit to god's rules and so if you're if you're one of these outlying kingdoms this isn't going to be really that exciting to hear you know, I'd be afraid. Submit to God's royal son. Submit yeah. to the king that's on the throne in Jerusalem yeah. on the mountain, on the holy mountain. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. But you've been warned. You know, yes. that this is this. Uh, you know, God. So submit to God's royal son, or he will become angry. God will become angry, or the royal son will become angry. Uh, I don't it's know. A dangling, it's a dangling modifier there, Dave. What's happening? Well, no, it's it's a uh, it's a a pronoun that you're not sure what to to which in this that it refers to. Uh, it, it to me it seems like it would be God's royal son. That's what it sounds like. But God is in the possessive, so you can make the argument that it's talking about God. But it also, you know, if it let's say it, it's about God, then that would be expected because God has this ultimate authority. But He's just yeah. given this to His Son. Yes. He, given this over and he is um, the representative yeah you will be the destroyed emperor. in the midst of all your activities for his yeah. anger flares up in an instant that's yeah. the, you know i tell you what though that's kind of a neat uh a neat idea that like father like son oh right? yeah uh, apple yeah. doesn't fall from the far from the tree or you know we are to embrace the characteristics of our holy father yes yeah and and i think it's you know it's interesting that you could take it either way although as, yeah. as we look through there I, I think it's probably talking about god uh be, because 
you know, you go back to verse, uh, verse four or yeah. no, verse five talks about anger and, and then all the way back to verse three, let us break their chains. They cry mm-hmm. and free ourselves from slavery to God. And the psalmist says in verse 12, submit to God's royal son or he perhaps God will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. So here are these Kings trying to break free from slavery to God. And the psalmist is saying, submit to him. Don't break free from his, his anger flames or flares up in an instant. But what joy for all those who take refuge in him. All right. I've changed my mind. I like this Psalm. I'm glad. Well, here's here's the thing. I like this psalm because as we've talked about it, it it makes more sense. My limited perspective put this in a war cry. Solely in a war cry. It put it, it took took us from uh, from Psalm number 1, which is planted by streams of water. Yeah. And, uh, you won't you won't, won't wither. You'll produce fruit in your season. To this, we're gonna break you like a clay pot. You know, I'm gonna. Yeah. I I picture pro wrestling almost in 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 the in ancient Jerusalem, but uh, but in reality, it's it's a reflection on what it is that God, uh, you know, His desire to to have people take refuge in Him. Yeah, right? I mean, let's the, let's land on that for a minute. I, I think every one of the commentaries I looked at said that uh, Psalm one and two were to, meant to be read together. Really? Yeah, yeah, and they really pointed out that very last line because it, it's a yeah. beatitude. Uh, because how does how do, uh, how does uh, Psalm one start? Yeah, what joy? Yeah, what joy for those. Yeah, who take refuge in him. Interesting. Yeah. That why didn't you tell me that at the beginning? Why didn't you tell me that last week? That would have been so helpful. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I think there's more impact when you kind of look back. It's like, oh my gosh. So one and two read together. I you know, that's a good challenge. I'm gonna try that today, yeah. actually. I'm gonna read the two of those. And it makes a lot of sense now that you say that. Yeah. In fact, I think one of the things I read. The, there's maybe some indication that they thought at one point it was the same one Psalm. You know, I don't know if that's the case, but uh, you, know, well, you do I mean, have examples you know, of those that are seating in the seat of scoffers and mockers and yeah, heading down the wrong yeah, path. Yeah. Um, leads to the path. It ends in verse ver, chapter one ends in verse six with, uh, but the path of wicked leads to destruction. Why are the nations so angry? Yeah. You know, why do they waste their time with futile? Play? Boy, that's, uh, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, it is. It is. And, 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 and that's God's word. God word of God for the people and, of God. And, and this is kind of a, a side note kind of a side note it's it's so unfortunate when people read read the bible and it's just kind of something they do you know oh i need to read my chapters for the day i need to check it off my list yeah because there there's a lot of transformational power in the scripture when you really sit down and allow it to kind of get in you and really talking it over and talking it through with someone is is helpful 
Uh, sometimes it's the blind leading the blind, but sometimes you both find your way into a pit. And 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 at least you're there. Wait, no, that kind of the, the wheels kind of came off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does help. And and uh, I, let's let's restate the truth that what we talk about today may be absolutely different five years from now. We may be yes. re- we may be yeah. read this five years from now, and something else is happening in the world. Something else is happening in our lives. Um, the, but but as long as they become well worn pages, mm. where we have we have reflected on those, we have uh, this will this last week. My wife she she felt terrible. I bought this beautiful Bible. I've told you about this this absolutely beautiful leather. Bible. I'm so excited about it. I love spent, it. And I, I've had it spent $800 on that. I can't believe I it. I did not. I did not. <laughs> but I've had it for quite a while and it's a beautiful buffalo leather and she said Kurt, she said I'm so sorry. She said our your new puppy got your bible. And so he's chewed he's chewed <laughs> chewed up. And the nice thing is, I mean look at this. He's really he's really cut into it with his teething. Teeth, yeah. But he's it, it reflects this book reflects life. And, you know, I had a Bible when we were in, when we were in college, I had a Bible, one of those big NIV study Bibles, real big, thick thing. And we were moving and the Bible, uh, I wasn't very organized and the Bible was in the back of the car. And so was the laundry detergent <laughs> and the laundry detergent spilled and it just coated all the pages with with this lo- this blue liquidy thing, so for years, this Bible, I, I prayed I never got it out in the rain because it would just foam up, you know, if <laughs> if it ever got exposed to water, and uh, and it always had that that downy fresh smell, you know, it was just always, nice. and, but it reflected a moment yeah. in my life, and yeah. I never regretted the fact that it was slightly damaged because of that. It was a re- it was a reflection, and I think as we read the Psalms, as we study them together, as we think about what they mean, that they reflect the moments of our life, and and we are going to understand some, and we're going to misunderstand a lot, but we're still trying to to make them a part of our lives, and that's all all that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, I'm glad that we can make it part of our lives together, man. It's I am been too. great. What a gift. Yes. So uh, the URL is you know down at the bottom here, so you can uh, come visit us there. Uh, you know, there's podcast form and also video form, and Kurt's been keeping up with a blog. At some point, I might blog. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but. Uh, so glad you, you carved some time out to, to be with us, and I hope it blessed your life in some way. Yeah, we'll see you back here soon. I'm sorry. Is that bad? Despair and agony on me. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Doom, despair, and agony on me. Hee-haw. Uh, Remember that song? No, I don't. You're really close to me now. I I have to pull my monitor closer. You're like right here. I know. Aren't you lucky?